Hello there, welcome to Newsbox. It's Tuesday the 18th of November and this is the news. The news is... There's pirates! Oh yeah. There's some pirates that have um, boarded an oil tanker. They're not after the oil, they're after the ransom money. And apparently there's loads of... Um, Loads of pirates around Somalia, this in the seas of Somalia, but don't think that they're uh, sexy pirates with an eye patch and a wooden leg and a parrot and a nice hat, mm-hmm. wearing black, mm-hmm. with a beard and shaggy hair. Okay, what sort of pirates are they? Oh, they're criminal ones. What do they look like? Uh, black. Pardon? Pardon? They're from Somalia. Right, so what do they look like? Brown. And they're very well organised. They've probably got blackberries and everything. And clean shaven. And they hate parrots. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how that will unfold. Let's keep an eye on the news and uh, find out. Um, Baby P. Is it, is it okay now? It's been a week. Since Comedy equals tragedy over time. So time is enough now. We... I think there's been more than enough fucking time. However, it has been exclusively revealed baby P. Yeah. P for Preza. Preza? Yeah. There's only John Prescott. <laughs> well, we haven't seen him for a while. It's true. As you know, we have seen him for a while. He did that whole series on the telly with his wife Pauline. That was, was recorded a long time ago, oh, okay. way before the abuse started, before he fell into the hands of the um, mentally ill family. Mm. Are they mentally ill or just evil? Uh, I, think they're men- Ill. I think they're mentally ill. Um, right, let's not dwell on that for too long. Um, I'm a slug to get me out of here. It's happened again. Yes. It started. Who are you tipping to be king slash queen of the jungle? Um, I think the man from Star Trek. Oh, I think the man from Star Trek, George Takai, I think his name is, Mr. Sulu. Mm-hmm. He's also Hero's dad in Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he died in that. So, um, um, oh, I could see him being most popular in camp. I don't know if people will vote for him out of camp. I don't know. I mean, Star Trek. Star Trek's got a big thought, thirty-year following, mm-hmm. which is a lot more than say Joe Swash from EastEnders. Yeah, although a lot of people watch EastEnders. Yeah, but EastEnders isn't that popular because if you look at the dancing program, mm-hmm. all the people from EastEnders got voted out first. Who this was, season? Who? Julia Telforth and um, was she Cat. Yeah. Were they? I didn't realise. They both got voted out really early. Mm. And um, and and Phil Daniels. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good. That's a good measure. Well, if I went to the bookies, I'd put me money on the and George. Little, little thing. Me yeah, I think um, I couldn't watch the trial yesterday. But I could. I could. They watch, had to eat things yesterday. Yeah, is that I right? could watch the girl that. Is called Nicholas. Yeah, there's two very pointless sort of glamour girls in there mm-hmm. who are just I don't know. Don't call them pointless. Why not? She's well, got. They've got enough on the plate with Killeroy telling them they're pointless. Well, no, they're they're not pointless and they're not really celebrities. I think um, they are now. Well, one of them I had actually heard her name before. The other one I hadn't. The one who, they eat the things yesterday. I hadn't heard her name before ever. The other one I'm vaguely aware of. And I thought she was good in her trial. What's her name? Carly Zucker. Yeah. I thought she was very good in her trial because she just kind of got on with it. Yeah, pretty. It was quite. She did as much as she could. 
the girls and the boys in that first episode doing mm. their trials. The boys like Aah! really screamy and faffing around. The girls just got on with it. Mm. Um, I think I thought it was very impressive. Yeah, I couldn't watch what him doing his eating. I had to start a. Was it who was who had to do it for the boys? Uh, EastEnders boy. Because he was gagging so much, he was making me Mickey, gag. And then at one point he started foaming at the mouth and just had to switch over to uh, was location. He, I hadn't realised he location. left EastEnders. Was he? Well, he must have done if he's in the jungle. They didn't film it there, did they? Maybe they should. They do one of their EastEnders um, specials when they go abroad. They could go to the jungle and film it. Phil could steal a car or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but quite often people disappear for a while and do like panto and stuff, don't they? They just true. don't have a storyline. Mm. I could see him as a sort of buttons type. He'd be a very good buttons, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be very like his character, really. Remarkably so, yeah. Sort of. Bit chirpy, funny voice. Yeah, chirpy, thick. You know his friendly, sister, in it, yeah. Who, who's who got pregnant? Mm-hmm. And so that's her sister, his sister in real life. Really? Yeah. Fact. She'll probably turn up at some point, going, "I think Joey's doing really well." Very good. Um, Christmas number one. Uh, it's only well, how many shopping days till Christmas? Let's say around fifty. Um, how much of your Christmas shopping have you done? Absolutely none. Now normally I'm quite God, ahead with Christmas God, shopping. God, Michelle, you're terrible. Really, I did look at some websites last night and decided I'm going to get my grand a draft excluder in the shape of a fox. <laughs> going, oh, she'll just sit there and go, oh, look at his face, isn't he sweet? Um, and then set fire to him. Possibly. Um, but I haven't done any. How much have you done? I've thought about it. Well, I've thought about it. A bit. I might get my mum a sushi set. Luckily, none of my family listen to this, so I can say what I'm going to get them all. Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know, I don't know what... Uh, I don't I don't know. I did see something for you the other day. Oh, yeah? Mm. Oh, I've picked up now. What? It was... Um, Actually, I've got yours now. It was a battery-operated cheese grater. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You've just spoiled the, the surprise. I didn't get it for you. Yeah. I know you like your cheese grater with the tin, with the, with the... I do. I like it with the thing with the attachment to it. Because I, uh, I grate a lot of cheese in advance. Caroline thinks I'm mad. I grate lots of different cheeses together so that I can just instantly do quattro fromage, you know, fromage bang, uh, quattro, uh, pasta, quattro fromage pasta, bang. I think you should maybe send that to Anthea Turner, because you might use it. If... No, she can fuck off. Okay. Uh, anyway, it's always really good as well. One, you get a little bit of Stilson. Um, apparently, they're pretending that there's going to be some sort of fight between what's going to be Christmas number one between um, the priests. Um, um, who are doing Oh Holy Night. I think there's some Irish priests. I'm guessing, because one of them's called O'Hagan. So. Um, there's some monks um, that are also doing um, a song. And the Salvation Army. There's all sorts of religious songs coming up. Of course, let's face it, no one's going to buy any of these. Um, oh, I think you'd be surprised. I think people will buy them, but it's going to probably be the X Factor. Or maybe Peter Kay's hilarious song, whatever that turns out to be. Oh. God. What a depressing thing. I wish I'd never bought up the Christmas number one now. Um, what do you think of George Osborne? Cunt. He's um, apparently had elocution lessons to make him sound less posh. Less posh? Mm. Fucking hell. 
Honestly, we do not want these people running the country. It would be an absolute disaster. Um, Helen Miram has apparently waded into the Doctor Who debate. What Doctor Who debate? Well, no, but it just says here, the Doctor Who debate. Uh, he says, I love the show, but I think it may be time for a female Doctor. And that's what Helen Miram thinks about the Doctor Who debate. Right. What do you think about the Doctor Who debate? I don't... David Tennant's leaving, I think, is the, <laughs> essence, the essence of it. I don't going, really who want should be to see doctor a female doc- Doctor uh, instinctively. I think it would... I don't... Uh, can't just quite see it being the same somehow. I think there's something there's something more girl power, to use a phrase from the nineties, about the the assistant saving the day. A bit like you know with Scooby Doo and he was always rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um but he always ended up accidentally saving the day. No, it's not like Scooby Doo at all. No. I don't know. But, you know, it's fine, Doctor Who is a man and his assistant is a woman and why fuck with that? It's um, not. It's not sexist. Who do you think should be the new Doctor Who? Um. Anyone you got your eye on for the job? Well, maybe, maybe somebody sort of that you wouldn't think of as an actor. Okay. <laughs> uh, straight away, but somebody who's kind of talented performer. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, someone who's not that practical about things. But um, it's quite creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's, uh, you know, n- nice for the ladies to look at. Are we thinking about the same person here? I don't know. Who are you thinking of? Craig David. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, we weren't thinking of him. <laughs> 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 a very good idea. I just read his name there oh, on the same page. Oh, but I mean, would you rather have a black a black doctor or a woman? Black doctor. Barack Obama. I tell you, I'd like to be the new Doctor Who. Go on. Um, Daily Thompson. Mr. Masood from um, yeah from EastEnders. I've developed quite an affection for him. Yeah. No, he's brilliant. Yeah. I really like the relationship between him and his wife as well. Yeah, they're they're a good good family actually. Yeah. Um. But when they all, whenever they have an Asian family, they always have a totty Asian man, don't they? Mm. Yeah, the teenagers. They've, al- they've always, <laughs> they've always done that. Remember Sanjay? Sanjay wasn't totty. Yeah, he was in his day. Mm. He was to start with. I think Sanjay. <laughs> Shut it, Gita. <laughs> um. Antiques Roadshow, I didn't watch it on Saturday, did you? I did watch it. Was it very exciting? Well, I got all excited and phoned my mum up beforehand and said, you've got to watch the Antiques Roadshow. Um, she said, why? And I said, I'm not telling you, just watch. And then I watched it. And then Paul phoned up going, did you watch the Antiques Roadshow? Uh, I, I've missed it. but <laughs> like, Yeah, it was a real disappointment. I saw the clip and the man just he just goes, oh, and it's worth a million pounds. The man just went, oh, right. Yeah. And also the thing. But also, it's not even old. It's, yeah. Um, it's a. Let's just, it's, it's not basically, an antique. This is what happens. Just for anyone who didn't see the Antiques Roadshow or read the report or see the news, um, the first thing on the Antiques Roadshow was valued at a million pounds, and it was a scale model. It's very cool. Mm. I mean, I, I'd like one. Um, it's a scale model of the Angel of the North. Which is what they'd sort of made as a prototype big. for making the actual Angel yeah. of the North. But 
It's like you could made of bronze. You, it's like finding anything that's worth a million pounds and then taking. You know, it's like going along with the crown jewels and saying, <laughs> "What's this worth?" Well, this one's exciting because um, last week at Christie's, a vase was sold um, for thirty-two thousand pounds, and that was valued on the Antiques Roadshow, and it had been bought at a, a car boot sale for a quid. That's more the sort of thing we're interested in. Mm. Yeah, and all the way through, I was watching that and I knew that something was going to be that because they'd done a a spoiler on Radio Mm -hmm. 4 saying, watch it, we won't tell you what item it is. And all the way through, there's like a little shitty little bit of thing. (laughs) I'm thinking, that's it, that's it. (laughs) And and then being disappointed and then they they had that and, oh, well, that's it, isn't it? I could have bloody valued that. Annoying. Well, if, if anyone sells that, they'll have enough money to buy turkey this year, which is possibly the only way they'll afford it, because turkeys are gone. They've shot up in price. I thought you said turkey. Not the country. <laughs> no, you, I thought you said. I thought you meant turkey the country, and I, I within seconds, was thinking, how can I raise money <laughs> to buy turkey? <laughs> oh, I'll buy turkey. Yeah, I can get a loan out for a million. Hmm. What if you're going to buy turkey? If you're going to buy a whole country. You could do all sorts with that, couldn't you? Do you get the people as well? Yeah, and all the honey and all the baklava. Mm. Are they big for honey over there? I didn't know that. Yeah, all their puddings are very honey based. Oh, but do they import the honey or do they? They have bees. They, well, I think they must. We we um, everything's got loads of honey in it, and it's self-sufficient. Ah, it's one of the few countries in the world that's entirely agriculturally self-sufficient, like Richard Briars, and um, all the stuff's got lots of honey. And we kept seeing these boxes in the fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like weird little boxes, and I think they were like at sort of ad hoc beehives. Ad hoc? Yeah. Ad hoc beehives? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Beehives? <laughs> you think they were beehives? They weren't like a beehive, like, you know, fancy one. They were just like, you know, like a, a, a shopping basket from Sainsbury's. Oh, what this is. It's an ad hoc cup. That's an ad hoc it's beehive. Not, I'm just waiting for a bee to go in Shut up. <laughs> anyway, they like honey. Um, but, you know, turkeys, the birds. Um, apparently the average, well not the average turkey, a 10 kilogram turkey, which I would say is a fuck off big turkey, mm. would have been £40 last year. It's going to be £70 at the moment because of energy bills and animal food being more. Mm. Apparently that's going to cause a 75% price rise, which I think may be excessive. But Well, maybe it'll save a few turkeys' lives. Let's hope so. Although, you know, that's quite an ugly animal. Michelle, you're the vegetarian around here. I thought you'd have been sticking up for the turkey working. I am. I mean, I'm, yeah. It's only a lot of money to pay. You just get some corn. Oh, the corn has gone up as well, mm-hmm. but not as much as turkey. You can still get an offer. What about an omelette? I don't know. A really gone up. like make a make a, a really, really good omelette instead. You could. So have all your roasties and then have an omelette and put in it some quattro fromage. <laughs> just ba- bang some in. Yeah. You'll, have, you'll have some in the cupboard already. A sausage. Uh, you could you could cut up a bit of it. Yeah. No, make it make it meaty, make it salty, tasty. You put uh, gravy on it. It would be it would be it'll be nicer. Um, there's new laws coming in for sex. Um, you know, prostitution is kind of it is not technically illegal. Mm. It's um soliciting's illegal, isn't it? You can't yeah, you're advertising not to do it on the Um. And um, brothel keeping is illegal, and curb crawling is illegal, apparently. But actually, giving someone money for sex isn't illegal. Um, but they're going to bring in new um, legislation, so it is. But um, it's mainly for to stamp out pimps. 
don't know how they work this out, but if a woman is illegal to pay a woman for sex, if she's been controlled by another person for another person's gain. So basically, if she's been pimped out or if she's so it's alright to go around to a sort of housewife's home when she's doing it in the afternoon. Yeah, she's just sitting as a hobby and for pin money. Doing it for pin money. Her husband's out of work. He's got no idea. She's been doing it for years, but she uses it to buy posh dresses. Yeah. Because he is not very forthcoming with the housekeeping. No, he's very, very (laughs) tight on the housekeeping. And she actually quite likes him. She's got a regular. Yeah, got a few regulars that she, uh, she just sticks with them. That wouldn't be illegal. Simon Cowell got dumped by the Tosi Moore. We know this. We know this. Bit. Yeah, fact. But what we didn't know was that she sent she dumped him by text. It's over in it. <laughs> How did you spell over? Uh, the letter zero. Yeah. The letter zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how she did it. Ooh, what do you think of this new jab? What jab? What jab's this? Oh, the tan jab. The wonder jab, it does tanning, it suppresses the appetite and increases your libido. It sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, right, so it's it's exactly what I wanted to be randy and orange. <laughs> and, sk- yeah, and skinny. And skinny. Yeah. Randy, orange, and skinny. I, um, well, that's sort of what people want, isn't it? What young girls aspire. That was that. Well, there was that interesting thing they were talking about, talking about on the radio. Not they? everyone. And um, they were saying that I don't know. It's not actually to do with beauty. It's to be to do with being attractive. Oh yeah, there's that man who quite... said, when a woman looks in the mirror, the first thing she wants to do is will she make her friends look envy, envy her? And mm. The second thing she wants is to attract a man. I think. Do you think that's true? I, I think it probably is of some people. I wouldn't say it was true of everybody. Um, but there was something, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a big difference between looking um, kind of healthy and nice and, you know, looking well and, mm-hmm. and beautiful and looking a bit like a slag from a lads magazine. <laughs> two separate things, I would say. Mm. It's not, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I do know what Barack Obama's going to be scoffing when he gets into power. Oh, what? Luxury chocolates dipped in smoked British sea salt. Apparently he's ordered some grey and smoked salt caramels. Um, they've been ordered for him by his the incoming White House team. It says he's going to be scoffing them. <laughs> Sounds quite nice, actually. I quite like, quite like to try a salt. I quite like caramel. the idea of salt and chocolate. One of my favourite things is to have salt and vinegar square crisps mm. uh, washed down with a bar of um, dairy milk. Ooh. It's a really... You have to get both in your mouth at the same time. But it's a bit like when you have um, a milkshake, mm-hmm. like a proper good milkshake made of ice cream, mm-hmm. and have that with chips and a burger. That, that's disgusting. There's a programme on tonight about... Um, God, do you really eat that? <laughs> Foul! I, well, not anymore, because I've all those injections, aren't I? Um, there's a programme on tonight I think it's The Natural World I probably won't watch it because it's on at the same time as Got One um, but uh, it's 8 o'clock on BBC Two and they're looking at a whale shark which is the biggest animal in the world or it's the biggest shark it might not be as big as a, I think it's not as big as a, one of them big whales blue whale um, but I saw a clip of it the other day and it was they, this amazing bit where they they're quite um, mysterious animals don't know a lot about them so they were doing a survey and a guy had to go and put a um a tag on this 
creature. And you know they go, and you see like a sea thing, and they go, look, this is massive. It's the size of three mini metros. And you go, ooh, that's an 80s reference. Uh, I can't really, I can't really get my head around the idea of how big it is. There's an amazing clip where this guy, you see the guy diving, and he's right next to it. And it suddenly just goes and flicks its tail and disappears really quickly. And you get the sense of scale. It's amazing. It was really good. And they're quite pretty and spotty. They don't eat people. They eat plankton. Um, but if anyone wants to see a, a surprising sense of scale about a, a fish, then do watch um, BBC Two at 8 o'clock. Have I sold it to you? Well, I think you've said it so much about that. You're talking tens of dozen about it. You said so much, there's no need for us to watch it now. No, no, but there you go. Yeah, it's, a, it's a visual it's thing. It's like saying, go and watch Titi Bang Bang, the car flies off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, to get the Go kids. watch Titi Bang Bang because there's a brilliant bit at the start where he makes the breakfast. And to get the kids from the child catcher, uh, so there's a happy ending. <laughs> um, oh, we should, a word in memoriam um, for Top Totty, Reg Varney. Oh. Who died at the uh, well, tragically young age of 92. It's weird that, because when you work it out, when I had a little crush on him as a five year old or whatever, he, he must have been in his 50s. I know, yeah, it's quite old, isn't it? Um, yeah, because he was famous in the 70s, so he must have been a ripe old age by then. Mm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so he defined it. And of course, famously, what did he use, Ina? Pardon? What, what does he do famously, Is apart it, from being on the, on the buses? Um, chases a lady. Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing that he did? He did. It's historic. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He opened the first cash point. Oh. Everybody uh, knows that. I thought so you'd so you're trying to make me remember the program. <laughs> I can remember it. Was all of his sister. Um. In it, who's now Peggy's sister. That means he's actually um, the brother of um, Peggy Mitchell. So the father of Phil Mitchell. Yeah. And Sam Mitchell. So he's grandfather of... uh, And he's going to try and get off with Susie. Will you do your Susie impression, please? Um, What what shall I say? Say, um, hello, Regvani, will you get off with me? Um, Hello, Regvani. Will you get off with me? (laughs) It's never so good. Um, oh, they've done some things. Uh, they've been talking about what our facial characteristics are trustworthy and not trustworthy. And they've mocked up three pictures here of Gordon Brown. In the middle one, he's normal. On the left, he's untrustworthy. So they've given him slitty eyes um, and he's made him a bit swarthy. And that seems to be the main difference. He's got a very limp mouth. And he's got a limp mouth. And then on, this is the trustworthy one. Where they've made him... He looks more like Rory Bremner in that one. He's made him a bit more roundy-faced, I think. And uh, made his eyes less baggy, I think. His eyes look closer together, to be honest. It looks like they've crossed him with Philip Schofield there. For the untrustworthy. And crossed him with... Nicholas Lindhurst. Whoever it was I said a minute ago, Rory Bremner. And for that one, they've they've crossed him with a... Gordon Brown. Edwina Curry. That's the normal picture. Um, Got any more news? Yeah, good. I'm out of news now. Jonathan Ross. Well, I found out this morning for the first time that Paul Ross is his brother. <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> it was on. Uh, I was listening to. Um, I don't normally listen to BBC London every morning, but I had it on, and um, Paul Ross was talking, and 
you're talking about autobiographies and he said oh well you know they're not always right because my brother has got one out and uh, there's a bit in it about us all getting BMXs and uh, we didn't all get one and I thought oh I wonder who his brother is and I thought oh Ross could be Jonathan <laughs> Ross could it um, and then uh, then they talked about it again and he was I thought it was a well-known fact that they were brothers. You know that their mum's an extra in EastEnders as well. I've never worked out which one. I think she's a larger lady who works on the market. She's mm. been an extra on EastEnders for like pretty much since the start. That's their that's their mum. Well, I didn't I did not realise that they were a, you know a theatrical family. Oh yeah, terrible family of shelves. Um, just reminded me. So how come two brothers are like? Successful broadcasters, that's like the Dimblebees or the Vines. Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? Interesting. It's obviously some sort of maybe a slight competitiveness and upbringing. So, do you think Paul Ross is a bit annoyed, jealous? Yes, I think he probably is. Yeah, I think it explains a lot about him. He's quite an angry man. Is there, are there any more of him? Uh, was well, the mum? Well, actually, I know there's an older one because I heard about a BMXs as well. <laughs> yeah. There's an older one called Simon. I don't know what he does. Um, I just remembered that the, the new um, he's an extra on uh, Cory. <laughs> the new presenter's <laughs> countdown has been announced. Oh yeah. And it's um someone who's quite popular with old people. It relates to their demographic. Uh, Russell Brand. <laughs> It's not actually it's some fella from. Uh, not it's not actually. <laughs> it was just a, I just made that up. It's not true. Um, it's a bloke from Sky Sports or something I've never heard of. Which is a shame, really. But what's his name? I can't remember. I read it. So last you're announcing. <laughs> you're announcing the new person. You don't even know no, who he is. I was announcing it was Russell it's Brand. Some bloke. For a joke. Oh, I'll look it up. This is good. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who it is. Which megastar is such a fan of I'm a Celebrity that while the show is on, he converts his TV room into a jungle and gets his staff to serve him insects and slugs for dinner? Uh, I think it's... um, Is it Sting? (laughs) I was thinking maybe Elton John. Oh, could be. I can't think... I'm sort of thinking it must be somebody in this country... Bono? Can Bono. Maybe that's what he's going to get up to in Bono Towers. Oh, Sting Towers. Okay, the, the new person is Jeff Stelling. He's, his real name is Robert, actually, uh, and he was born in 1955 in Hartlepool. Uh, he's a sports journalist and sports television presenter. Uh, and he's been on the radio and on the telly. Can he add up? All sports. Does he? Oh, no, interesting. He'd, um... He'd been linked before. When Richard Whiteley uh, well, Romantically died, linked to Countdown. He'd been linked to um, Countdown, yeah. He presents something called Sports Saturday. And then Soccer Saturday. I, I don't know who he is. There's not even a picture of him on Wikipedia. He's not very famous. <laughs> not yet. He will be. Um, Prince is a Jehovah's Witness. And you know what Jehovah's Witnesses do. Do they um, fuck you over for money? Well, yes, but by... Do they, like, tr- tr- 
tromp around like big fat cunts wearing bowler hats. Yes, but how do they approach people? And they knock on the doors. Yes, and uh, Prince. Excuse me. Prince, like any other Jehovah's Witness. Is a door knock? This is a picture of him. He does look like he'd be popular with the older generation. Sorry, I'm sorry. Not it's not a picture of um, Prince. It's a picture of Jeff Stelling. I reckon he looks like he could. This particular picture looks like it could be, you know, today's manager at Sainsbury's is Jeff Stelling. That kind of picture, isn't it? You're, yeah. Hmm. Um. So Prince has been door knocking in LA. And does he got any? Um, it must converts? take quite a long time to get from each door to door. He's only tiny, isn't he? Tiny well, he's only tiny. They're all gated things. That's aren't true. They? And then you have to drive everywhere. No, to be honest, they're all. Um, he's barking up the wrong tree because they're already uh, Scientologists over there. Scientologists, Kabbalah. There's all sorts, but then, you know they're experimental with their religion, so it might not be entirely free. They're probably open to anything. Well, it's Prince. It's got to be something. He hasn't aged. Maybe. Maybe it's because maybe of religion. This is the sound effect we've put on here for page turning pages. Oh, um, how to beat the credit crunch and the recession mm. and inflation. Is it to have an omelette instead of turkey for Christmas? No, mm. but after you've had a Sunday dinner, there's loads of vegetables left over. But there isn't. But it, <laughs> if there was... Oh, I usually... Do you know what I do with leftover vegetables? Mm. I just throw them in the bin. Michelle, is no. that the wrong thing to do? That's the wrong thing to do. Put them in a pan. Well, I like to again. deliberately cook too much whenever I have a meal, mm. and then just throw the leftovers away. No, 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 no. Chuck them in a pan. Chop up an onion, shove that in as well. Just smash it all up, stir it around, fry it mm. around, eat it. Oh, okay. I'll do that in the future. And not only you, mm. but you and you and you. That's, and you and you and ba ba ba. No. No. You've ruined that. I was. <laughs> oh, I got, I got, at the end again. I got a really nice little end. Sorry. Together then. Do it again. Do it again. Um, no, I always throw my vegetables away. What should I do with them? <clears throat> well, we've gone past that bit. We're not <laughs> going to do that again. I'm not doing the whole recipe again. <laughs> right. Okay. The recipe is you chuck it in a pan with an onion and stir it. Right. So that's what you should do next time. Okay. And you. And you. Don't laugh, this is really good. I've been trying to come up with a proper finish. Okay. And you, and you. You fucking cunt.